0: what Coach are going to do next. Everybody. Ten good
1: evening, ladies and gentlemen. I am Brian Musalam along with my co-host Justin Thind. You are watching Inside the Locker Room in a taped segment here Tuesday night. Justin, how you doing? Good. How are you, Brian? It's good I'm, to be here. Oh, fantastic. Great to be here. It's great to ha- welcome... Uh, All our Spartans here, and uh, we're extremely, extremely excited. And usually during a month of June, now that the uh, signing period has been moved up, June is one of the most busiest months as it relates to recruiting.
2: Yeah, this is where uh, the staffs are going to get most of their official visits in. Uh, Michigan State now has 46 prospects that will be officially visiting this month, some that already have done so. 15 that are going to be doing so this upcoming week that we'll talk about and some fireworks that have come from the visit weekend already
1: fantastic so june 3rd weekend <laughs> recapping the third Mel talk look at mel sitting on a couch <laughs> right there how about that right yep. futon i'm sorry my apologies it's like it <laughs> <thing>. yeah <laughs> <laughs> recapping the june 3rd weekend we had a we uh yeah heck of a weekend recruiting huh tell, Big us, what weekend. tell us justin yeah us. so
2: we'll start just diving into some of these guys here i know uh jaden wayne was one of the guys that got a lot of hype uh, as you can see there that was the picture with the grand wagoneer uh which is a over a hundred and ten thousand dollar vehicle for those that don't know so who paid this, for that <laughs> uh so they have um jaden wayne posted up right there next to coach tuck and uh, he's a guy that uh, talked to Corey Robinson, gave him great quotes. on the one you see up on the screen is, Coach Tucker is a great coach. I could see myself playing for him. I definitely will be back. And with guys of this caliber, these five-star kind of guys, simply you want to secure a return visit. And Michigan State did a good job doing that. He's one of those guys that can come in, play right away, one of those guys that can transform the defense, uh, those guys that you can go ahead and compete for national titles with. And with the development that Brandon Jordan would be giving him, Uh, He would thrive here in East Lansing. The next guy that comes to mind is Jalen Braxton. He's a Texas four-star cornerback, and you see him posted up with Coach Tuck and the Wagoneer there. And he's a guy that had a great visit, Um, one of the best visits out of everyone that came up this weekend. And um,
1: what did did he say to you guys?
2: He basically told us that the staff is not one that you can compete with uh, across the nation. Interesting. And uh, we heard um, just in general, he had a great visit weekend and uh, hopefully he'll be coming to a decision at the end of this month. And uh, Jelani Thurman, that's a guy that Michigan State wants really badly. He's a tight end that could come in and play right away. His mom talked to me and I did an interview uh, with him and his mom. And she had great things to say about the coaches, great things to say about the staff. And in, in general, this family just loves what the staff is all about. They love the players panel that where they got to go ahead and talk to current players. They gave them unfiltered feedback on the coaches. That really speaks to the culture of the program. And uh, mom's from Michigan, Jackson native. She played for the Detroit Shock in the WNBA. Family would be very comfortable up here. Michigan State say we'll be fighting with Auburn and Alabama there, uh, maybe some others as well and then the five star dj hicks he's the guy that everybody was asking about what he was all about and uh there you see him posted up with his whole family his dad came on this trip he wasn't here for the for the spring game so you can tell that they were really really trying to figure out what michigan state's all about this time He's another guy that had a great experience here. Coach Brandon Jordan, Coach Coleman, Coach Vickerson. And all of these guys had a huge impact on DJ Hicks. He went on to post about this Michigan State visit for three, four days after the visit ended. And he is going to be back if I had to guess. So, like, what, what are you
1: being your experience in this field? What are you seeing this year different at Michigan State that, that you have not seen in the past with Coach Tucker? Right.
2: I am seeing a higher level of talent in town. I am seeing uh, kids much more receptive to Michigan State that previously weren't on the radar, guys like DJ Hicks, uh, these sort of guys. And um, more than ever, uh, I guess what makes Michigan State unique, not only compared to years past at Michigan State, but across the nation, is the coaches here have built a culture where the current players are doing a lot of helping and recruiting. And when you have a situation where current players are behind closed doors giving unfiltered positive feedback about the coaching staff when they don't have to, that tells you about the buy-in that the players have in the program and what the coaching staff is about behind the scenes because players don't lie to other players. They know that their money's on the line in the future in the NFL. They know that their futures are on the line, and they're not going to give bad advice to recruits, even if they're, it's to come to the school they're at. So to get positive feedback from the current players, that had a huge impact on some parents of recruits, and you can see that in the quotes we put out, but yeah, just an overall culture that's at Michigan state right now. That's one of the biggest things that I took away from my coverage this weekend.
1: And so when you're talking to these parents and to the recruits, like how are they viewing Mel Tucker? Yeah. Cause they, Mel's got like this national brand. He's got yeah. the swag going on. What is, what is, what are you, what kind of feedback are you getting?
2: Yeah. I think uh, Jaden Wayne's dad said it best. Uh, Corey Robinson talked to him and Basically, Jaden Wayne's dad said, They're not selling a dream. He he sat across from Coach Tucker. Interesting. And uh, they said that they're about the now, they're not selling a dream. And at the end of the day, they're genuine. So everything that, that they saw from the Zooms and from phone calls and stuff. When they sit in front of these coaches, they look them in the eye, they shake their hand, the energy that they get from Coach Tucker and his staff is the is the point that's been repeated to me in my conversations and Corey and all the staff at 24-7. It's what they're seeing is, is not fake. What they're seeing is something of substance, and that is a recurring theme with the staff.
1: That's, that's just so interesting to me. So you, we had kids come in, young men come in from yeah. Dallas or from Texas. Yeah washington Yep. what other states that we had
2: georgia uh tennessee um there were there are several states uh, i think 15 states this month that will be represented uh so yeah it's not anything just here maximizing ohio michigan things like that they're national and these kids are showing up so it's it's a strategy that has paid off so far
1: so i've never seen this when it comes to michigan state i mean we're becoming a national brand i'm seeing a lot of young men when they're they're down to their top five yeah their top seven you know you're seeing michigan state's decal logo in there with the likes of alabama right the likes of uh other schools that uh georgia that are very prominent and and like what does that speak to the culture that mel tucker is building up in east lansing
2: yeah when you have kids that have you up there with uh georgia alabama lsu like these previous national title winners that tells you that your perception of your program is different than what ha- what it has been in the past uh, we've talked a lot about this in recent weeks is these kids can only get so many official visits every kid is limited to five official visits for you to be in that company and to be getting visits from kids that hold you in that regard and choose you with one of their limited spots first of all the interest is genuine uh, it's a concrete barometer of your perception of the program even before some of them commit and it tells you that michigan state they may not have arrived yet obviously more winning needs to be done but they have moved the timetable much further along and faster than anyone really realized was
1: possible it's actually it's it's been very interesting to watch and um really you see coach tucker really focusing on the brand right the university understanding today's young man yeah understanding what um what recruiting does the portal does understanding the the likes of nil and you know, from all that I've been able to gather, that he's been able to really connect with the parents mm-hmm. of these young men. Is that what you're seeing as well?
2: Yeah, definitely. Like um, I referenced Jaden Wayne's dad <laughs> and uh, DJ Hicks, his dad gave Steve Fong some great quotes in the same regard of everyone sits in front of the coaching staff, sits in front of Mel Tucker, and they don't sense a, a hint of just a fake aura. Everything is genuine. And that's the perception that the staff has and that's what they've worked on. That's, that just comes from their personality. And that's what people are seeing uh, on campus. And that's why Michigan State had a high hit rate last year. A lot of these people that visited, they committed. Michigan State had a streak where every major visit weekend they had, they landed at least one commit from. And this time around, it's a little trickier because you're up there with some high, higher level kids, but that's a recurring theme I expect from this from this program where you can close on kids because of what you present yourselves as on the official visits and everything about it is real
1: so like in the past nil or in the past i'm sorry facilities um you know what can you do for their education what could you do to further their their uh development as a person has been the focus right right now what are you hearing is it mostly nil driven um, what, are, what are most of the young men and their parents talking about?
2: So when it comes to um, their feedback and official visits and stuff, uh, the, the biggest thing I always hear about is the coaches that are like their position coaches and how they can develop them. So this weekend when we're interviewing guys like Madden Sanker and Sham Umaroff um, and, and obviously the defensive line prospects that we've been talking about, they talk about Brandon Jordan and his ability to get him to the NFL. They talk about coach cap and his ability to develop kids and Mel Tucker, who's, recruiting the corners himself uh, with obviously help from Harlan Barnett and uh, Jaron Duhart and other guys on the staff, but when you have Chance Rucker, Jalen Braxton, these guys talking to Coach Tucker and know he's developing them, that's the central theme I got from this whole weekend is the coaches that are going to be developing these guys is the number one takeaway I'm sure they like the NIL opportunities that would be um, available to them if they were to choose Michigan State but immediately after these visits it's about the coaches that that can develop them so it's really about not
1: right now what can I get now it's about preparing me for the next
2: level and I think coach Tucker's targeting those kind of guys that have that kind of long-term thinking um they're not just looking for the guys that are going to be influenced easily by the quick quick penny wise
1: pound foolish right about like nick saban said the other day his first round draft picks have averaged one point yeah they've earned 1.7 billion yeah that's his number Mm -hmm. it's a a great selling tool right (laughs) right i mean but but yeah that's being developed when you get the likes of brandon jordan and especially you got mel tucker coaching uh the corners right that's something that uh, i think is a major selling point yeah. so we did get one commit this weekend
2: though we did we sure did there he is chance rucker uh he's a guy that came on two unofficial visits prior to this one uh didn't post a lot about them he just liked to keep his recruitment um under wraps uh, didn't do a lot of showing on social media but he came up here three times now just loved everything and his about own the dime. staff Uh, Twice on his own dime, and now the official. Yeah, exactly. So his interest was always genuine, even though it wasn't loud. And he came up here this time, verified his interest that he had after his last two two visit weekends, and now is the first kid to commit here after these June official visits. And he's a Texas native. So Michigan State just landed a Texas four-star cornerback, which is a big deal. And he's a guy that, just looking at his tape, you immediately notice his ability to keep up with guys downfield, stride for stride. He has great speed. You also see his speed in his kick return for touchdowns. Just an explosive athlete. And he takes away the receiver's uh, inside-out cuts. He has great fluidity with his hips, backpedal, all the tools you need out of a corner. Just a very, very, very impressive pickup for Michigan State and Mel Tucker here. When was the last
1: time we picked up a corner from the state of texas
2: of this caliber i i don't know you would have to help me i don't know if my memory goes that far <laughs> back i don't know if my memory goes that far back
1: <laughs> I, I mean it's, it's yeah it's it's quite quite the scene what's happening on the recruiting trail Yep, yeah, yep, yeah. absolutely so
2: yeah and like i said jalen braxton's another four-star corner from texas that really enjoyed his time here we'll see what happens there but you could be looking at a situation possibly of where you could land two four-star cornerbacks from texas that visited on the same day
1: tell you what chance welcome to the family young man Yep. welcome to spartan nation we're excited to have you we're excited for you to be a spartan dog and what do you forecast in the future do you see anything uh uh with this next weekend we got another big weekend coming up here
2: Yep. yep. some kind right? of I mean, big, big big
1: big big yep. weekend coming up here this whole month is big right previewing the upcoming weekend yeah tell me a little bit about who's coming who yeah. you think coming to MSU?
2: Why? Yeah. What? So uh, the, the screenshot you see on the screen right now is kind of the top half of the visitors list this weekend. It's headlined by the five star that everyone knows all about, Samson Okunlola. Uh, and then right underneath, Caleb Presley. And then right underneath, Inao Etta. Those three uncommitted guys have loved Michigan State for a while. Um, All three of them have taken at least one trip to Michigan State on their own dime. Caleb Presley, back when Michigan State beat Michigan at home in the rivalry game. Enow took some this spring. Samson visited this spring. But, yeah, so a guy like Samson Okunlola, he can immediately play right away and start for Michigan State at left tackle. Uh, Michigan State probably will have the need for that next year, too, depending on what happens with Jarrett Horst. So big-time prospect there. But, Caleb Presley, a high four-star from the Pacific Northwest. He's one of the most prized recruits in the nation that Michigan State's after. Enaweta, everyone knows about how he has a lot of interest in Michigan State and how the staff is going to look to close here in the coming months. And then, uh Andrew DePape is here, ace recruiter. So, we're going to get to see him kind of in his natural element of trying to bring in more kids to join the class here. Ryan Gates, who's committed to LSU. Um, he has always said that his interest in Michigan State is high, and uh, he is going to visit, despite being committed to LSU, Jamal Anderson, Jr., who is the son of Jamal Anderson, Sr., who is the mm. uh, inventor of the Dirty Bird uh, over yeah. there for the Falcons. Atlanta. Yeah. And Jordan Hall coming back once again, the IMG Academy linebacker that enjoyed his uh, spring uh, visit here, and hopefully will enjoy this one. Um, Then you kind of have the list continue, and that just kind of puts into perspective how many people are visiting. Uh, Right here you see uh, Terrence Green, who is a defensive lineman from Texas. Uh, In a usual year, he would have tons of hype. And this time, I know he's lower down on the list if you look at it by rankings. Very impressive player there. You have Jaden Bonsu, who, yes, he's a three-star, but Ohio State wants him really bad right now. And he's a kid that um actually I see he's a composite four star now, but yeah, he's a he's a kid that Ohio State wants really bad and he's at the top of Michigan State's board as far as safeties go, him, Elliot Washington, and others, and King Mac, another four star right there, safety, uh between Michigan State and Penn State. We'll see Michigan State uh what they kind of like uh from him this weekend on his visit and how hard they want to push there moving forward. Brendan Parachek and Kedrick Risano, two four star current commits that will help andrew DePape try to add on to the class yeah so we have three commits here to help us recruit absolutely and then clay whedon uh another one of those guys that in other years would have a ton of hype he's a guy that also has a four-star ranking and is down from florida you can never have enough four-star florida players that's for sure and then you have colton hood and vance bouillard uh, Colton hood is a guy that they're willing to take at cornerback right now. So despite the three star ranking, he's a guy that coach Tucker personally likes a lot. And Vance Bulliard is a, is another tight end. I know Jelani Thurman was here this weekend and, uh, Vance is another kid that they're looking at at tight end. So all in all, I would say that personally, this is the biggest weekend of June. I know that the last weekend they had the five stars and whatnot. I think this weekend they have more of their top targets here and it's going to be a big weekend we're going to have coverage on 24 7 as always and uh just excited to see what it yields
1: so tell me who are their their top targets i mean who realistically are we looking at as uh
2: yeah potential
1: spartans and you know you're you just kind of you know the scuttle about the feedback that you're hearing
2: yeah so um as far as uh this weekend goes Uh, Samson Okanlola is is as high of a priority as a a prospect could be for for a university. Caleb Presley, he could, if he wanted to commit, Michigan State would jump for joy and take his equipment at the spot. He's as high on the cornerback board as anybody. Um, And then you kind of just start going through down the list. And like I said, Jaden Bonsu, I know he's not the highest ranked four-star. Ohio State wants him bad. Michigan State wants him bad. He's all the way up there on the safety board alongside Elliott Washington, and yeah, this weekend, they have, they have four or five guys, Jordan Hall, right all the way at the top of the linebacker board. So a lot of guys that like Michigan State a lot, I would say every single one of those kids I just mentioned have Michigan State in their top three at the lowest. Um, in some regards, like Jordan Hall, I would say top two at the lowest. And it's just uh, an exciting time to see what the staff can do to move the needle forward with them. And it's hard to predict right now of who's going to be going to Michigan State out of these guys because they have more visits to take. And at the end of the day, these are 17, 18-year-olds that every day they feel a different way. Yeah, right. But right now, Michigan State's in a great spot with a lot of, lot of guys at the top of their board.
1: I never thought I would be talking on a talk <laughs> show about 17 and 18-year-olds. Never in a million years. Um, but I guess this is the lifeline yeah. of college football. Yeah. And as uh as coach tucker said we're gonna close the gap on ohio state three ways recruiting 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 yeah so very interesting times it's amazing yeah
2: speaking of ohio state and recruiting speaking of
1: the buckeyes (laughs) how about that ryan day throwing out said he believes it'll take 13 million from his local business community to keep the buckeyes roster intact very interesting comment um he said the top tier quarterback requires two million in nil elite edge rushers require one million top offensive tackles require one million they said if you're not in the game when the players ask you're done right do we believe that necessarily
2: um i do believe um to a certain extent that you have to have um, or your, your boosters, your, your donor base has to have something set up, uh, at that point where it looks tangible, it looks feasible. You can't just be sitting around saying, oh, eventually, um, the, the community will have NIL. You definitely do need to be proactive in that regard for sure. Um, as for some of these price tags, I've heard price tags all across, across the nation in the 2022 class, I have a good feel for what these kids are going for. I would say that in some cases he's right. I think the edge rushers, uh, offensive tackle, some of that is, is correct. I don't know if the quarterback one is is as on point. Quarterbacks are hard to project sometimes. They have a, a high flop rate. And I know a knee, or I guess an unnamed quarterback um, that's committed to Tennessee uh, possibly uh, um, allegedly has gotten eight million. Uh, but I think that is that is a little high. Uh, I'm not yeah. buying it. Yeah, so, I'm not buying it. Yeah. I'm, I'm
1: you know th- that message was for his donors, yeah. his alumni, yeah, to pony up, and and it's also an excuse for going nine and three, yeah, and losing to Michigan State. Yeah, that's 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 my take on it. I don't think you need that kind of money. Yeah, I think programs like you know Tennessee and, and some of these programs, you know, yeah, they, they used to be yeah Mita trying to uh get back in the game might yeah. pay eight million for a quarterback or yeah so they say but yeah that's not
2: yeah uh, 13 million seems very high yeah that's not um, realistic i don't believe the 25 million that Slice bread said that jimbo had no and i don't think that's the case i don't either um, i do think elite edge rushers are going for very high amounts of money but the total number of 13 million i don't buy
1: no neither do i i think that's Number one, to get your alumni and community ready to mm-hmm. pony up. And number two, yeah. to, to, to create a built-in excuse. Right. I mean, quite frankly. But $13 million is not going to be the number because NFL programs, NFL teams invest in millions of dollars of research in top five picks. Right. And they're 50-50 at best. Yes. You know, this market will correct itself. Right. These guys taking $8 million flyers on quarterbacks, 18-year-old quarterbacks, you know when when a couple of these bust the market will correct itself like like i've said in the past i believe that it's going to be uh a salary cap driven yeah you know that's going to be created by the power 65 but those numbers in my eyes are just
2: let's see let's see if people are going to scenic knoxville and scenic college station when the return on investment on these deals that aren't happening college
1: station is scenic
2: yeah yeah let's let <laughs> let's see if the return on investment element here ever changes the funding that they're allegedly not getting
1: <laughs> knoxville you can make a case for. okay you have um, enough. the reserve the preserve you have uh nashville is close by nashville yeah. one of those mountains i was uh the, um, God, the smoky forgot. mountains the smokies yes. yeah smokies. i'm not a
2: big fan of gatlinburg tennessee oh though. i love gatlinburg overrated place. outstanding yeah
1: but you know, College Station—that's not exactly utopia. So yeah. we're gonna we're gonna find out. But uh,
2: ROI—it's
1: interesting his uh, Ryan Day's comments yeah. and what he's setting up his alumni for. So yeah, very very interesting. We got good news to report though in East Lansing. East Lansing, Michigan. Thomas Kelly returns home to work for Coach Izzo, play that video for us.
0: Turns it over, off to Kelly. Dribble, drive, spin, layup, up there, good. Well, it's
1: gonna be great to welcome a former Spartan, I should say an all-time Spartan, Thomas Kelly, who was here when I recruited him, but was here my first year as head coach, so it brings back a lot of great memories of the past. TK is one of those guys that is loved by everyone at Michigan State, I think all the former players, He's an incredibly hardworking guy. He came here, got his degree, moved on, went over to Europe, and then came back and was a GA later on in his life just to get into the coaching field. So I must say that I'm excited anytime I can get a former player back on the staff. But having a guy like Thomas Kelly, who has been a big part of what we've done here,
0: now to help us take this thing one farther step and get that second national championship
1: get that second natty i like that hire. what do you think justin
2: yeah he's a guy that wore the jersey he's a guy that um is obviously uh, a good hire from western michigan and the, the thing that kind of sticks out to me is coach kelly he was hired first uh five six years ago by coach steve hawkins then when coach hawkins left clayton bates retained him then DJ got the job, has years, decades of experience, could have chosen anyone, once again, retained Coach Kelly. So he was set to work for his third coaching staff at Western Michigan. Unless you're a lifer um, of decades at a university, you will be hard pressed to find an assistant that gets retained by three coaching staffs at a given school. And rare, right. So at the end of the day, wore the jersey, was obviously very valuable at Western Michigan. Uh, he's personable I've heard from sources that have known uh, coach TK from his his time at Michigan State as a GA and before that say that players will put everything on the line for him he's somebody that on a personal level that they really 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 buy in on so uh, everything that I have heard seems to say that this will pan out so will TK get in the portal get on social
1: media will he do those things will he embrace NIL for coach we'll find out (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> we're, well, Willie TK you got some work to do you got to convince the old man that's the route we got to go so we're gonna we're gonna try and gra- grab him on here to get on the show but uh, TK I believe was on my back and I graduated in 96 I, see. I think he started you know he's a freshman maybe when yeah. I, I met him but uh, happy to have T I can't believe how fast time flies Happy to have TK back, and Co- uh, he
2: uh, played in '99, right?
1: Yeah, I graduated '96. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I was one in '99. So, You're one. Yeah. I don't remember the playing career. Yeah, unfortunately.
1: I don't. I, I mean, I'm. You know, <laughs> I, I feel, I feel one. I feel your age, <laughs> but it is what it is. But I think it's a good move by a coach. Yeah. I think, I think, w- given this uh, generation, right, this era yeah. of college basketball, yeah. I think TK will. Uh, Will be there to transform MSU basketball and, yeah. and focus on you know where we are in this yeah. cycle. So yeah. it'll be a yeah. it'll coach, be very interesting. Yeah,
2: I think Coach Montgomery uh, has been a great hire uh, after Coach Izzo brought him back, and um, this is another coach that he, he kind of uh, earned his stripes here in the MAC, and he's he's younger uh, younger than a lot of coaches out there. That was a priority for Coach Izzo this time around. I know all three of his finalists were um, at uh, this age or lower so you can kind of see what the vision was there and uh, I think uh, it could be a good hire very good hire absolutely congratulations congratulations TK we're gonna
1: try and get you on this show and congratulations to Flozell Adams my uh, line mate played next to me Flozell Adams one of three former Spartans on the ballot for the College Football Hall of Fame 2023 class, Flozell, um, along with Daryl Rogers and Gideon Smith, I tell you this is special to me because I played next to Flozell.
2: Yeah, you gave him all the tips and tricks that Taught got him, him there.
1: Everything he knows, <laughs> you know, told him what to do every play, and now he's in the College uh, ballot, Hall of Fame, and yeah. I'm on a podcast yeah. with you, so. Yeah. Somebody's done something right. <laughs> yeah, good job, Ryan. <laughs> Big flow. Big flow. Proud of you. Happy for you. Congratulations. Um, when is that voting? Do we
2: know? That I am not sure. Uh, it is in my email. I will figure that out. Probably should know that. But you know how I'm voting. Just. Do you say, have a vote? Um, I believe so. Not okay. sure. Didn't read, didn't read past the names. Uh, I'll get to the bottom of it.
1: <laughs> well deserved i mean played what i think 12 or 13 years in a league uh 12 with dallas i think one with philly or uh, pittsburgh and uh well deserved yeah big flow you know he also was the lead uh, gift on the north end zone uh a renov- renovation in honor of his mom god rest her soul so uh Flo Zell, congratulations. Uh, to uh, your nomination or or being on the ballot and thank you for everything that you've done for Michigan State University and uh, we wish you all the best if I had a vote, you'd get it brother that's all if I had a vote congratulations absolutely now to our guest here's our guest we got the savant (laughs) the enigma the hire (laughs) that everybody wants to hear from Every recruit wants to hear from. Every NFL player wants to be coached. Brandon Jordan, Coach, how you doing, brother?
0: I'm good. How y'all doing? What's up, Justin? What's up, Brian? How y'all doing? We're doing very good. Thank you great for joining Great to have us. you
2: here, Coach. Great, Appreciate great. Y'all
0: Appreciate great. y'all for having
2: me. We love
1: having you, man. How's it going over there?
0: It's going good, man. In the middle of the grind, the middle <laughs> of the grind, recruiting grind, man. First time I'm doing it, but I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it's a process. I love it. I love what I'm seeing with it. they teaching me the roach, and we going.
2: Yeah, and I know the uh, fan base is loving it too, what, what you're doing over there. Um, I guess, yeah, like you said, first time doing it, first time in the grind. So kind of the first question I would ask you is, When you took the job, um, I'm sure you had certain expectations. What would be easy? What would be hard? But like, what's something that surprised you? Whether in a good way, whether maybe required a longer learning curve. Just what's one thing about the job that you kind of were like, "Wow, this is kind of surprising."
0: I don't know, man. Um, I really was really prepared for it. I mean, Uh, just was being at Austin P. at uh for a couple couple years back. Um, But just really, probably to real the recruiting. Um, just how much it is, is is a grind every day. You try to contact these guys every day, try to stay connected with them, and just really just sell yourself, sell the program. But it's been easy, man. I've been having good mentors here. to been teaching me a lot. Uh, Saeed Khalif, uh, Coach Coleman, uh, Coach Haldeson, Coach Tucker, they taught me a lot about how to do this, how to conduct, uh, conduct myself, and the way to do it. So, man, it, they made it easy for me. So it really have not been too hard. Um, I've been having a good tool.
2: Great to hear
1: you know, you know, you're you're right because the recruiting is the new thing, right? It's it's a, uh, if you're not used to this space, it's uh, it's it's 24/7, 365. It's a grind. It's nonstop. And um, do you notice how much recruits have gravitated towards you? Have you noticed how much that you've helped the program, or you know, young men want to come play for you because of your reputation? I mean, do you realize how much your reputation has helped the program?
0: Yeah. Yeah, man, I it's just, just try to be humble about it. But, uh, yeah, a lot of these guys, these kids come to me, man, and they ask me about the guys I train in and what I do to help develop the guys and how I could help them out and, and what, what how they could see themselves working with me every single day. And the thing about it is, like uh, we were talking, is that a lot of these guys I work with in the NFL, I work with them probably three days a week uh, for a month or two months, but coming here is very special because I get to work with you every single day. Uh, get the work in, never. We get to watch film. We get to develop. I get to correct you right away. We can make uh, qu- quick corrections, and and that that's just special right here. So that's one reason I did want to do college so I could really develop a guy and bring him up from a freshman year to senior year mm. or, a sophomore or junior year and see how much he developed, man. It's, I think it's going to be scary, man, just for the guys yeah. that do end up <laughs> running this. Join this program because it's gonna be every day, every day work. When guys that been with me just for three days a week and going to the NFL and putting up numbers that they never put up, so it's. what yeah. I'm yeah. excited for
2: For sure, and I know that uh, Coach BT can't talk about any of the recruits or and whatnot. But just so the people that are listening that might not follow recruiting closely, within a month of Coach taking over as uh, the pass rush specialist at Michigan State, he landed uh, the highest ranked out of state commit in seven years for Michigan State so it's substance it's not just hype it's not just social media marketing and whatnot but um, I guess what kind of goes hand in hand with that question is coach the reception uh, that you've gotten from Michigan State Twitter and just the the hype you've seen around uh, helping your recruiting efforts in some cases with recruits other times just highlighting all your accomplishments in the NFL what can you say about in the time you've been here just the support you've seen from uh, people around the program uh, like for example social
0: media Man, Michigan State fans are the best fans out there. Um, I noticed that when I got here, uh, when I first announced that I was getting hired here, I, my Twitter blew up. Uh, it was crazy. But even like the kids, the guys I'm recruiting, they even mentioned it, man. they There's no fans out there that blow their things up. They blow their social media up the way they uh, Michigan State fans blow the social media up. So that gave, gave them a feel of how much love they will get when they come to Lansing, mm-hmm. East Lansing, and, and when they play for Michigan State. And they can imagine – if they're blowing their Twitter up just for getting an offer or getting recruited or coming on a visit, if they make a game win the sack or do whatever to win help us win the national championship and win a big ten, how much love they will get. So it's a big it's a big help for recruiting.
1: You know, um, coach, you've been in different circles that I've spoken to have been re- referred to as a savant. Somebody who's brilliant, like quiet brilliance. And you have you're an artist the way you teach why come work for coach tucker why enter the college game
0: why come to michigan state when you got a pretty nice side gig going on yeah it's it just coming to coach tucker when i came and interviewed here uh seeing the vision i sat down with coach tucker sat down with coach Averston, sat down with the staff but when i sat down with coach tucker i was able to just see the vision um he told me what, what he was thinking of see how he see this program going. And then just talking ball with him, just seeing how brilliant of uh, of a football coach he is and how brilliant of a recruiter he is. And he how he could help me become a better coach. Because I'm still I'm still new, I'm still young in this game, and I have a mm-hmm. lot, a lot, a real lot to of improvement. And just knowing to learn from one of the best defensive minds in the game, uh, learn from one of the best head coaches in the game and just sit down in a room with him every day, being in the defensive staff with him and be able to pick his brain. And he teach me how to carry myself, how to how to go my day-to-day li- uh, life, day-to-day uh, work in the office, how to break down film, how to develop these guys. Like, it just helped me out. So it was a no-brainer. Me coming when I came here was a no-brainer just to sit down with him and, and talk and, and show what he could do for me.
2: For sure. And coach, uh, in the time you've been here, so far you've had one uh, spring camp under your belt uh i know you're you're new here and all the guys have a lot of potential and stuff but i kind of just wanted to ask you what were your overarching thoughts about the the talent in front of you that you're coaching this year uh just your thoughts on the front seven what you're excited about what you think they can accomplish and just your overall temperature check on what you're working
0: with man the first thing the first thing i'll say about these guys they workers and th- that's probably one of the biggest compliments you could have as a as a football player as you're a worker um the from what these guys work and they want they hungry they always want the extra work. They always want extra film. They always want to find out what can make them better. And they always work on finishing. They finish mm. every single drill we do, we finish. They come relentless like how Coach Tucker talked. They, they live that. They live to be relentless. Every rep we do, every time we do a drill, every time we're in the meeting room, even talking about football, they're relentless about it and want to be the best group. So that's the best company you could have of a group. From the guys that I work with in the NFL, that's the best guys in the NFL, the guys that are relentless and want to be great. Uh, even Von Miller. Uh, want to be coached? When I worked with Von Miller, the first thing he said the first day I worked with him is, "Let coach me. Don't don't let me just get away with anything. Coach mm-hmm. me and let me be better." And and that's how these guys are. They want to get coached. They want to be better. Mm-hmm. They want to be the best best group in the country.
1: That is fascinating to me. You know, a uh, coach, you got 195 NFL clients. I saw a stat the other day um, during the 21 stats accumulated during the the 2021 season that uh, your clients had over 4,400 tackles, nearly 400 sacks, six Pro Bowl roster spots, over 80, 80 playoff roster um, uh, uh, spots. Like, how does that make you feel? I mean, that's a hell of an accomplishment, Coach.
0: <laughs> it, it To be honest with you, it's surreal, man. I never really... That's crazy. When i seen that stat, it just... That's it, nuts.
1: It, Come it, on, it, Coach. Blew away,
0: and... And the way I work, though, I, I'm so focused on getting better. Like I never really just sat down and and just admire my work and admire what the guys doing because I'm always looking to work more and get better at what I'm doing. And the guys I work with, I'm focused on them getting them getting them better. Um. So, but when I seen that stat, it it was crazy. It was crazy just to know that most of the guys, a lot of these guys, the top guys in the NFL, come work with me and want to get better and and get crafting and, and they've been getting better and been getting big contracts and things like that so it's a blessing surreal uh to see that and i'm just excited i'm excited
1: so when they get a big contract like do you get a text telling you hey thank you <laughs> yeah. i close it because i recruit you know these you know we got we got kids coming here want to come to the league when, well, like, do they do they text you and say, "Hey, coach, thank you, brother, brother, I got you, man. I yeah. appreciate you." Yeah, a lot,
0: like a lot of guys. That's I'm probably one of the first guys. Before they the, it get announced, they they let me know they about to sign a contract, man. They appreciate what I'm doing. Uh, they thank me for helping them out on the way, and that uh, they just starting. Like we, they the most of those guys after they contract, they want to get back in the lab and get and get better. You know what I mean? And no, work more. So and, it's, it was a blessing, man, just to to see that. And they feel like I made it when they, when the boys signed those contracts. You know, good. And, I good, see, good. and when I did uh, CBS, uh, CBS came did an article when we had the pass rush retreat. And with one of my guys, John Franklin, Mario just signed for $14 million a hold year. On, hold on. Hold
1: on. That's my guy, Robert Sala. Yes, sir. <laughs> that's my, yes, sir. That's yes my, sir. That's my, that's my, I've known him. Coach Sala's been uh, my neighbor, known him since he was, I was just gonna ask you about JFM right now. <laughs> yeah, um, but that's, J- that's, uh, that's my, JFM, Coach my, boy, Coach
0: that's my boy, him, man. Coach man. He's a worker. He's a worker, and 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 that's all. And and that's all he knows is work. Sometimes JFM, when he was in Houston, he'll go from a tri- uh a strength workout to a to me on the field to back to another yoga workout. He grinds three three uh three workouts a day, um, putting it in. And, and that's that's the main thing that i want these young kids to know and guys that come work for me is that it, it's not gonna come easy you gotta work for it. you gotta want to be the best you want to be determined to be the best and, and then i'm gonna help you get there
2: that's awesome yeah so coach when you're working with these nfl guys what's kind of the schedule now that you're a full-time college head coach like or assistant coach like are you kind of working with them during the off season is it maybe even during the season on the off days like what's that dynamic like how are you balancing it what's that kind of
0: looking like no, this is off-season work, so okay. those guys come up to me now. They come up to Lansing, East Lansing and get their work in. Um, so whenever I get free time out of uh, practice and, and uh, film, uh, we'll get some work in for probably an hour, two hours. We'll go in there and watch film with the guy, uh, NFL guys, uh, get the same resume. So being at East Lansing is like having a facility here for those guys. Um, the, the the Michigan State staff, strength staff, uh, um, training staff, they all take care of my guys and and make them feel like family so they love it when they come down here man like when they came for the retreat man they was ready to come back so uh it was a blessing man just to have a great support that michigan state given
1: i mean i think that's just i mean and and listen what you have done is remarkable but you know when you look at coach tucker and the way he's built the program right i mean saeed has got a title general manager we have a, a defensive ends coach that's a pass rush specialist because, mm-hmm. you know, Edge is a very special position. Very, very, it's a premium position. Like these are outside the box type titles, hires. You know, like I said uh, earlier, when everybody's playing checkers, Mel is playing chess. Mm-hmm. And you ended up at Michigan State. How come no other school said to you, mm-hmm. hey, come on in? Let's hire you. Come train all your NFL players here because we want future recruits to see this.
0: Yeah. I don't know. It, it, it That used to bottle my mind also, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wondering. Man. I used to like, man, what am doing wrong? But yeah, uh, right? just, for Coach, just for Coach Tucker to get that, take that chance, um, it, it shows what he's doing here. Uh, he, he's getting guys ready for the NFL. And this is the type of title, general manager, and password specialist is that they have in the NFL. So he has that vision. Of making this an NFL NFL ready place and getting those guys ready for the NFL. And that's how he working. And this is this is a top class organization. Um, he's, he's training guys to be ready for the NFL. So um, he took a chance on me, man. Hopefully it pays off on him. Uh, and we could we could work win us a yeah. win a Big Ten championship.
2: Yeah. Well, my last question for you, Brandon, is you're gonna be it's gonna be your first season um, as the FBS assistant coach. You're gonna be on the sidelines. What are you looking forward to most for the regular <laughs> season uh, in
0: 2022? Man, I'm just looking forward to the season, man. Uh, first game, <laughs> first game, Western Michigan. Uh, just to see what my guys do. I yeah. want to see how they grow, um, grow week to week. How we go uh, get better, at it, How I'm gonna be able to prepare them. Uh, I can't wait, man, just to see those guys on the field and, and see the crowd react when we get a game-winning sack or we get that sack and we break that record. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited.
1: I got two more questions for you. So you're, you coach 195 NFL players, then you got Marco Coleman and you got Vic inside with uh, you know dozens of years of NFL experience. Have you ever seen a D-line staff that stacked?
0: never never I, like i said i told those guys when we first got here it's, it's the dream team um it's i'm learning every day from those guys marco and vic uh kevin vickerson like it's a dream team right here so it's no better place for a, a recruit to come and get uh, developed and then have some guys that that played in nfl for a long time and teach those guys the ways of how to be a professional how to get yourself ready for when football is over and better prepare yourself to be at life after football so it's it's a, a dream team
1: i'll tell you what I'm, i mean everybody the fan base is so excited about you they're so excited about you they're so excited about tuck and what he's building and uh when you can put 195 nfl players on your resume you know that that speaks for itself you know because i was looking at jfm today and i'm like man he just signed a big deal he mm-hmm. might get moved inside if he gets moved inside we're still coaching him
0: Man, no doubt, that's my dude, man. So <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna I'm get it right and be honest with you. He he'll make money wherever he's at, man. He's yeah, a, he's yeah, a yeah. Prime time, <laughs> so. yeah.
1: Because we just got that kid out of Florida State. We got a couple, you know, but but they love him. I mean, he's he, good for him. I'm so happy. He had a great yeah. year, and that's great to see. Uh, we'll we'll got one more question for you. We'll okay. let you go. Right. Who's the who is the your favorite or your best favorite NFL prospect coach? Got you coached. Who works
0: the hardest? y'all going hate me for this
1: one. Then, <laughs> I, no, know no. I know it is. I know it is. No. Hey, <laughs> is we're gonna hang up on you Bri- right no. now, Brian. It's a no, recruiting pitch. It. It's a Brian recruiting pitch. Say, I'm gonna let you
0: do it with my no, second say best. No, it. it's okay. <laughs> it's a recruiting pitch. Go ahead, it's all right. I'm gonna do my second best. My second best. It'll probably be. It's one of the guy. It's my guy. It's my guy that I started with. He when I first started training, we was at um used to train at a playground. Used to train in. Uh, Harrell Playground I used to train in a, a grass field, a dirt field in New Orleans, where he was at Tulane. And now I think this is his seventh year in the NFL. Dude named Tenzel Smart, Um he helped me uh, get to where I'm at. That was the first guy to really take a chance on me. Um uh, While he was in college and end up getting drafted, Uh and that's 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 my guy. He works. He, when I put him in front of anybody, he go outwork him. So that's that's my dude, Tenzel Smart.
1: I tell you, Coach your story is remarkable listen brother we love you that you're here and what a great story man you know what a great story god bless you god bless your family we wish you nothing but the success we're here for you whatever you need you know you let us know and uh we know what an asset you are to this program we know how important you are to the development of these young men and how you're preparing them for not only football, but for life after football. And so uh, we really appreciate you joining us, Coach. For sure. I appreciate bless, you, man. Brian.
0: Appreciate you, Justin. I of really course, appreciate sir. it. I really appreciate y'all having me out here and be able to just. Talk about football and just talk about Michigan State, man.
1: We're gonna bring you back on next man. time to talk about your number one recruit. Number one favorite. <laughs> I'm not I'm not gonna forget right. that. Okay? <laughs> I know I what you're gotcha, talking about. We ain't saying I that gotcha. name right now. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. But we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, After you win the Big Ten Championship, we'll get back to that later, okay? <laughs>
0: we got that, got All that. All right, go coach.
1: Green. Thank you. All coach B T right. Jordan, Brandon Jordan, coach, take care, go green. All right. I tell you, Brandon Jordan, I tell yeah. you he is uh what a, what an outside the box hire. Yep. What a, what a I'm telling you that is. Yeah.
2: I remember when when we uh, myself Corey Robinson uh, we heard that the hire was happening, we kind of sat there we looked at his resume a bit we kind of scratched our heads we're thinking why has nobody heard this guy before right like you're thinking okay this guy trains all these NFL All Pros. His Instagram post here says he's worked but with is it, is it only guys. because
1: other schools won't let NFL I, players train there? I've,
2: I've tried to find out about this. I know this some people. This is crazy. I know some people wanted to hire him as an analyst. So as an analyst, he wouldn't have been able to recruit. He wouldn't have been able to go out there and sell himself or any of that. So like. I guess that that could have worked for him but like they wouldn't be maximizing his potential so it doesn't make sense to kind of limit yourself that way but yeah i mean so the first thing we did was we were perplexed why no one hired him then we started to kind of put the word out there that that we think this is going to be a great hire and some people were like oh you guys are just being really positive you guys really like the hires the staff makes and we're like no you you look at this resume you look at his age you look at how he's gonna be able to relate with kids and i will stake my reputation that this will lead to results this is
1: brilliance yeah this is
2: absolute brilliance
1: i mean if you're if you're if you're this next generation if you're coaching this next generation of young men this is what they want they want you know nfl cred yeah they want street cred yeah they want kevin vickerson Mm -hmm. they want marco coleman yeah they want brandon jordan Mm -hmm. they want guys that have played in the league been there Believe can get them to the league. Yeah, and you know you gotta. This is the way, this thing, how it's evolved and has changed. I yeah. mean, 30 years ago, it was you're coming to get an education, and you're going to school. And and of course, that's still part of it. No mm-hmm. question about it. Yeah, absolutely no question. Yeah, but the world has changed a little bit where yeah. kids are making decisions sometimes. Sometimes yeah. not in their best interest. Right. But they're making decisions based on. Yeah. Um. You know how fast can I get to the league who can best prepare me for the next level yeah and these are the things that you have to take into consideration yeah
2: yeah and you need to make a hire like this if you're not going to be just needlessly lighting money on fire like some coaches down south that are trying to um have a quick fix like you need something that sets you apart and a guy like Brandon Jordan can go talk to these guys like David Hicks Jaden Wayne Vic Burley and he can say hey these are the 195 people I've coached in the NFL. Wow. These are the Pro Bowls they've made. These are the contracts they have signed. Four of the top five pro football focus pass rushers this year were my clients. And suddenly, um, a quick get-rich-quick get rich offer from one of these schools down south. Yeah, it's still kind of appealing, but suddenly your mind starts to go, okay, where's my future going to be best formed? Who's going to best develop me for the next 15 years of my life? Uh, and that's kind of where if you have a guy like Brandon Jordan, it's kind of a no brainer for a lot of these guys that want to go ahead and get to the next level.
1: You know, you're absolutely right, Justin. If you're thinking long term, mm-hmm. you're not looking at the quick dollars yeah. about who's going to prepare me for the next 15 years of my life. Right. And you're able to have those group of advisors in your life to tell you long term, this is the answer. Right. Um, and we're not in a bidding war on money or whatever. Right. That. There is no question, this is the place to be, and uh, you know, kudos to Coach Tucker, yeah, for reaching outside the box, and coming up with a different strategy, and really what Brandon Jordan has done is yeah. remarkable. 195 NFL clients, right? Remember, he didn't play in the league, yeah, right? He wasn't a All-Pro defensive end for 15 years, teaching, yeah. teaching his uh, uh, tricks of the trade, right? I mean, he has developed a reputation as a savant. As somebody that 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 knows how to teach defensive yeah. end when it comes to hand placement and uh, technique, yeah. bend stuff stuff. Of, stuff Do you of that know nature. how
2: good you have to be for people that are nine-year like NFL All Pros to say I want arrived, you to coach me to say I need I need to learn more from you? Thank you. Yeah, you you know how that's hard like that... Warren
1: Buffett coming to me and saying, yeah. "Hey, <laughs> tell me about Spartan Wealth." Yeah, that's it's that equivalent. Yeah, I mean it's remarkable, absolutely remarkable. So. Coach Jordan, wish you the best of luck. We know you're gonna win, God bless. Mel Tuck, we know you're gonna win. Time Ezzo, we know you're gonna win. And we're not biased at all though. So don't worry about that, <laughs> don't worry about that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I am Brian Mosallam, your co-host for Inside the Locker Room along with my co-host, Justin Thin. Thank you for joining us. Good night, everybody. Go green and God bless.
0: How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day